interesting. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, we'll wait for the noise <laughs> to go by. We don't want trash cans on our podcast. <laughs> All right. I think I'm going to kick it off. Okay. Welcome back, everyone, to Amazing Things. I'm here with another episode, but this is a special episode. This is going to be kind of a Amazing Things. Where are they now with my two friends here who happen to be, this is Lauren and this is Sammy, who has a nickname that she's going to tell us a story about. Uh, but I'm so excited to be here with them and you'll get to meet them and hear from them. But this kind of is going down the amazing things in STEM education uh, and STEM human storyline. Um, and for those who uh, might just be listening to this episode as the first time you've ever tuned into amazing things with Dan Garrison and friends, that's what you're getting. And you're probably listening, although later we'll have a video version of this. That's why we're sitting in front of the camera. <laughs> and a microphone. Actually, we have multiple microphones here. So it's really exciting to have you guys here with me because the whole reason I started this podcast was to share amazing stories with people out there in the listening and watching audience. And you guys have two amazing stories to tell. And I'm just going to give a quick brief intro here. Lauren is a 2017 alumni of Wilson High School and a a graduate now of Texas A&M in their aerospace engineering program, right? And they graduated at the same time, Sammy at a different institution, the University mm-hmm. of Dallas, yes. where she studied education mm-hmm. uh, and some chemistry, I know. And then is <laughs> headed towards a law degree, folks. You better watch out. She will hold you in line. And you're going to hear a lot more from them. But they're both 2017 graduates of both Woodrow and our engineering program in robotics. Sammy over here is a graduate of the IB program. And some of you out there listening who might be in the Lakewood area and have kids that might come to Woodrow think, oh, oh, never the twain shall meet. You can't do IB and STEM, but oh, contraire. It's actually possible now. See, look, they did it when everybody said it was impossible. And now it's even more possible to do. Yes. But for the folks that are out there listening or watching, ladies, I'd love for you all to tell people a little bit more because there's some bunch of people out there that don't know you all at all. So Lauren, just tell us a little bit about yourself. The one for Sammy, and Sammy's got some things queued up on the screen back here that we're going to hear about in a minute. But first, Lauren. Hello, my name is Lauren, and uh, as Mr. Garrison said, I graduated from Woodrow in 2017, um, and I joined the robotics team in 2016, so kind of late in my high school career, but it absolutely changed my life, and I'm going to say for the better. (laughs) We're so glad you could say that. Yeah, (laughs) and it pushed me towards engineering and doing aerospace engineering, and uh, it really pulled me into that world that had been kind of a mystery to me before, so I was so grateful and excited You were part of the theater, weren't you? Like, Mm -hmm. not that you left the theater when you came on. I did it all. (laughs) She is a multi-talented human, folks. And choir. Don't forget choir. Yeah, I did choir, choir, theater, softball, volleyball, (laughs) engineering, like you can do all those things in high school, folks. Mm -hmm. That's part of what high school is about. Just time manage and you can do it. (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then where did you go from there? Uh, So then I went to A&M and I got my bachelor's degree in aerospace engineering and I'm continuing my education, getting my master's um, in the same aerospace engineering, hoping to go and work on satellites and rockets and all that cool stuff. (laughs) It could be SpaceX, could be NASA, could be Lockheed. I remember Lauren was kind enough to jump on a call with us last fall when we were doing our recruiting and telling us about her journey. And I remember you saying this distinctly, you're like, well, right now I'm trying to decide whether I should get a master's degree or go into industry and work at NASA or Lockheed or SpaceX. 
And I've told that story over and over. And people are like, what? <laughs> wow. So amazing doors open because, and, and I'm going to give a hat tip to your dad who's sitting over here on the sidelines. He came and as he's done many times, volunteered his time, uh, both here in our classroom and on our robotics fields. And he's here doing it again tonight. And I've even asked, invite him to come do it some more. But it was because he showed up here and saw what we were doing and was like, wait, hold on a second. Y'all teach engineering at Woodrow. And it's a true story, y'all. We actually have a full four-year pathway. And when Lance Feldman learned about that, he was like, well, I think my daughter ought to take one of those classes. Yeah, he pushed me into it. And I I guess I can say thank you now. (laughs) So hero dad over there. And, And I remember the first class you chose to take was mine. I just got lucky. And you found some interest and some ability. And then you went down the hall to Mr. Tolson's class, mm-hmm. took aerospace engineering, got in front of your first wind tunnel and enjoyed all the, pro- the benefits of project-based instruction that we have here. And, and then as I understand it, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, like you maybe hadn't turned a screwdriver in your life and then came in and, and then didn't just join robotics, but became one of our captains, helped us go down to uh, compete at the highest level. In fact, what happened with the two of you um, on the team in a certain year, like what was that all about? Maybe you want to what tell was that about? what was that story? Who wants to tell well, that? You start and you keep going okay. and you can introduce yourself. So we got the super great opportunity to go, I think to the first ever state. That's the truth. It was the very first, it was a pilot year mm-hmm. for the UIL. And we won, which was yeah. crazy. And yeah. we have a sign if you're watching. The yeah, there it is. See, it's proof, proof <laughs> then, positive. We were the state champions. Yeah, well, we were co-champions because you do it together with other teams, right, Sammy? Yes, cooperative, cooperative competition. Otherwise known as cooperation. It's a trademark word by the world of first. For those of you listening out there who don't know what first is, first robotics has been around for how long, ladies? Y'all know? I think more than twenty years. Actually, it's over thirty years now. Oh. Almost. It started by Dean Kamen, mm-hmm. who actually invented the, the Segway, for those of you who remember, and he's not the guy that drove off and killed himself, actually. Some people think it was, but that was another person. Sorry, I know that's probably too, what, what's the word? Um, it's a fun fact. <laughs> yes, yeah, fun fact, but Dean came in uh, as a high schooler, by the way, this is fun fun fact. You're going to get so many free fun facts here on my podcast. He was patenting medical equipment when he was in high school, okay? Some of the first kidney dialysis machine patented medical technology. And then he went on to become like a super, you know, successful engineer um, and runs a engineering incubating uh, outfit called DECA up in New Hampshire. But he counts and he's on record saying this, that his most important invention was the world of first robotics. Because what the world needs is not more robots. It needs more creators who build robots who solve problems. And this doing robotics isn't really only about robots, is it, ladies? Not at all. Yeah, especially, and look, FIRST has gone all over the world. It's in 100 countries now with over 700,000 students participating every single year on thousands of teams that y'all participated on. So, yeah, we went and won the state championship in the first every year. It was a total Cinderella story. Our robot did one really good thing, which was what? Climb. It got a hook in it hooked on and it climbed up and that was the best thing it could do absolutely and the best teams in the building figured out like that's one of the actually it was maybe four or five teams that could do that so when it came time for the top eight teams to pick their teammates we were still hanging around when they got back to the first pick to pick their final teammate and they 
picked us and we were like wait what <laughs> and it went to the finals do y'all remember yes. finals best of three came down to the third match do y'all remember that true like story underdog story <laughs> and it was like 10 point differential at the close of the clock i remember that like it was yesterday we were standing up there for like a minute and a half while the judges were conferring mm -hmm. and then they were like and the winner is and oh my gosh Crazy and there's dreams. a picture yep. sammy what's that picture right there this is a picture with with the robo cats the robo knots and the robo wranglers so big shout out to all the robos out there our yes. teammates who were so gracious to invite us onto their alliance yes hat tip to those amazing humans that we partner with and compete against every year we're so excited to be a part of the community of competitive robotics not just here in texas but all over the world i mean they've invited us down we've hung out in there space at the Johnson Space Center is so cool. That's the kind of stuff that you can participate if like these ladies, ladies you step into a place mm -hmm. like this and take a chance on like trying something new. In fact, Sammy's going to show us some pictures in a minute, but we want to hear from Sammy. Tell us a little bit more about your journey. Maybe like, what did you do here at Woodrow? And then what have you done since? And what are you thinking about next? Okay, so hi, my name is Sammy. And I started Woodrow as an IB student and finished off as an IB student. I What does IB stand for? There's people out there, I bet you, that have kids in elementary school, and they're like, that's two letters that you put together. I have no idea why. There's so <laughs> many letters in education. There's too many acronyms. Unpack that one for us. So it is known as the International ba Baccalaureate Program, and it's a very big program where there are, where it's located, like, around the world. And yep. I remember when I was... I was thinking as a thought to maybe as a dream to go to school and maybe the UK. Oh yeah. Or you France. should do it, Sammy. But still, still time. <laughs> that is true. And, <laughs> and on there was it, um, advanced placement exams. They also accepted IB scores. And my teacher was always saying like, this is a world program. It's very, it's more of a liberal arts program. Right. And I remember when I, how I first started at Robotics was because of a friend that I knew who was actually a cheerleader and was in Robotics. And she introduced me. And that was actually the first year I met Mr. Garrison. Wow. Lucky and, that me. Was, and that was his first year, too. That's right. Who, do you remember who that student was? Who was Kadrian. Kadrian? The one and only Kadrian, yes. right? Out in the hallway. I yes. remember that moment when she was like, hey, do you want to drive the robot? And you're like, wait, what? And the next thing you know, Sammy's telling everybody what to do. She was our safety captain. Yes. Make sure we, we put on one of those things right there. We had to put safety on our safety goggles. goggles. Come on, people. All the time. Safety. And she was always telling me I just need to catch up on submit my attendance because I forget that sometimes. <laughs> that would be at 4 o'clock. I don't see later. Just like that. Right? Yes. So Sammy became part of that crew with yes. Kadrian and Kat Rosas. Um, like, yes. We need to have y'all back. Kadrian and, and Kat and Maddie. Like Maddie's a school teacher up mm -hmm. in Ohio now teaching yep. little munchkins. And they, mm -hmm. we're so proud of you two. And Kadrian, we need to hear from you. You need to come on my podcast. Kat, come on back. Mm -hmm. All the alumni. Like, we're going to do a Where Are You Now series, or Where Are They Now? Just like this, we're going to mm -hmm. keep this going. So there's something else that we need to know about you. Like, there was this nickname. Oh. Can you tell us that story? This yes. is so fun. First so, of all, what is the nickname? Or do you want to just tell the story? And play okay. Yeah, you'd like I will, play I will tell you the story. So when I first started in robotics, Sometimes, well, a lot of times we we would come in on Saturdays to work on the robot and practice. And one Saturday, I decided to bring in bagels from Einstein's and bagels for everyone. Ooh. And you can win a lot of hearts doing that, Sammy. Keep I did. bringing the bagels. <laughs> 
And Mr. Carver, who's no longer here, sadly, just um, just gave me the um, the nickname, like Sammy Samson Sam. Why did he say that at that moment? Did we know? I don't know. It but was that, just... he was very fond of making nicknames. Yes, right? he was. In fact, he still is, I know, because I talked to him all the time. And Brandon Carver, shout, shout out, hat tip. He was the first one of the original architects of this entire program. Yep. Taught here, started the teams back in the day, mm-hmm. way back when. Um, in fact, we call him the Godfather. Right? <laughs> so that's kind of his nickname. And he yes. gave Sim, 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 yes. the nickname that continues today. And she's not even afraid to say it in public. I called her that. At, where were we? Smashburg? What was it? Where were we? Uh, the Shake Shack. We went yeah. to the Shake Shack. And uh, I even called her that in public. So nicknames yes. are fun. And Sammy they Sam are. Sam is back. And it's so, still saved in my phone as that. It's still Sammy Sam Sam. So yeah, so IB, you came through here, stayed with IB, yes. but still did robotics. How is that even possible? Jeez. I, I still ask myself that. <laughs> why would why did was it hard? Was it difficult? It wasn't because like I had like it was a completely entirely different world because in IB I was reading so much, writing so much, and here I was like, I had to somehow for kind of put that aside and be like, okay, I'm putting this aside. Let's let's do problems let's do project-based problems like let's interact with each other let's let's collaborate and part of collaboration also came from IB because we would have these Socratic seminars talk to each other about what about the books that we were reading and from our teachers who would assign group projects and we would just try and collaborate with each other yeah big shout out to Miss Ritchie and the entire IB Mm -hmm. teaching team and the students like we see like some of our best RoboCats and and even STEM students have They've done, they've done IB and STEM at the same yes. time. Okay, people, it's possible. It is possible. And she did it. And they're living yes. proof. And then, so you, you survived and did IB yes. and robotics. And then, yes. then what happened next, Sammy? So I went on to college to, to the University of Dallas. I started off with biochemistry, but then Ooh, after- She a, thinks big, big ambitions over here, right? Because I had ambitions to become a, vet, a veterinarian because I love animals. I currently have a three-year-old pit bull who is the sweetest Ooh. little thing. That doesn't seem like it should be in the same sentence. Come on, let's all agree about that. Pitbull, sweet, I don't know. No, nah, they're the sweetest. They oh, for real? Okay. Yes. She, probably don't, yeah. She had my heart. <laughs> okay. But anyway, that's how, what, that's what started because I volunteered at the, at the um, SPC of Texas during my junior year and senior year of high school. And so I was like, okay, I like this. I want to go in more. But then chemistry and I did not meet eye, eye to eye. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I can still help out with the animals, just not at the vet level. I, there you can, go. I can be a volunteer. You can still be passionate about animals yes. and not have to be a doctor of animals. Yes. So then you switched. How did what happened? I went to interdisciplinary studies, which is um, which is known as education as at my school, where I, I did my undergrad and I continued on with um, studying French because that's what I also wow. did as my language year. So I Fantastic. went on to earn um, to earn a concentration in French, and it was a lot of fun. But can you say your nickname in French? <laughs> it wouldn't sound this. Okay, same. let's not do that. You can give us some other drop some other French on us in a little while, Sammy. Oh, okay. Um, but it was just a lot of fun doing interdisciplinary studies because I met some amazing people. I got to learn what education really is, mm. other than just. Go to school. Go, go to Take school. Take a class. Take, <laughs> like all of that, and meeting like all of these wonderful educators who have this passion for teaching. Mm-hmm. And what it taught me was that I wanted to help out more because it was because of this class that kind of pushed me more towards 
the legal field a bit. Ooh. It's called it's called reflective teaching. And one of the and the two projects that I that I did for for that class because for elementary certified teachers we have to take it twice. And for each time that we take it, we there's like a new theme. Mm. And one of the themes that we were learning in the first semester I took it was about fundraising. And then another one was about um, examinations, like like standardized tests and knowing the the legal the um, legal percussions about it mm. and the mm. impacts, good and bad, of standardized testing. Yeah. Seeing them from like from like both perspectives yep. because our professor said you you can't just argue for for one side you have you have to see it from, from the other side too. Yeah. And to see like all these different acts that that have happened in education, like was it the the second or gosh darn it, I forgot, but it was signed by Lyndon Bean Johnson. He he back started, in the day. Back in the day. That was before you were born, wasn't it? Yep. Okay, just checking. <laughs> and then we had and then we had George W. Bush who signed hmm. Who signed? No child left behind. No child left behind. We didn't leave y'all behind, did we? Nope. Nope. We're not trying to. Nope. And then we had, and then we had President, and then we had President Obama who did um, race to the top. Yep. And it was a lot of fun to actually learn about these. Yeah. Those are important things that have big impacts. Some good, some maybe not so good, depending on how you look at it. That is true. And Man, what a journey. But then now legal, like you're yes. going to move forward in that direction? Yes. So right now I'm currently studying to take the um, the um, GRE and hopefully by this time next year, I will be beginning the program to earn my master's in English. And then from there, I want to go to law school, but I want to find a school that offers a dual degree program with library science. Nice. Man, no small ambitions from this wee but mighty human over here, the one and only Sammy Samzam. Yep. So, man, we're proud of both of y'all. This mm-hmm. is kind of amazing to hear what's taken place in just the last four years. Crazy town, right? I know there's some things that you took with you from here, Lauren, that you, you kind of went and did similar type things along with your studies at a and to tell us about that. Yeah, so um, the taking my aerospace class here, which is a crazy, like lucky opportunity. Most of the people that I talk to in my aerospace classes in college haven't even taken like a class like that or had an opportunity like that. They in can't high even school. spell airplane, right? <laughs> like probably not. Anyway, go ahead. Um, so here we got the chance to like look at the different airfoils, which is the shape of the wing and how it causes lift and how planes like Fly. Well, you did that here. In I did that here and got to use a wind tunnel here with a little 3D printed airfoil, Whoa. which is a crazy opportunity. We got to do that again. It was like a repeat for me when I did it in college. So you kind of got a head start. I got it a head start. It's almost unfair. But yeah. You know, you were ready, right? In fact, that wind tunnel is right through the windows there mm-hmm. over there in our 3,000 square foot flex space where Mr. Tolson teaches that class mm-hmm. and where Lauren took that class where it kind of lit that fire absolutely it clearly is burning like brighter (laughs) even every day brighter and brighter all the time and then from there like we also did our own little um like rockets so just those little uh little model rockets you can launch but it also taught me about stability and the same thing with our gliders that we got to build so i was already like a head step of like above the curve wait so you like you actually did rocket science i did rocket science you could say no, that's not rocket science. Actually, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. And now you've been studying that for four years and you're going to even continue. That's mm -hmm. kind of amazing. She told SpaceX no, by the way, <laughs> just in case you wondered. Just She's like, hold on a second. I'm going to go study this other stuff. But SpaceX, if you have another opportunity. Yeah, like, we're, I'm just, our relationship that's, isn't over. <laughs> I, I, that's just tongue in cheek. Like, she'll be back, SpaceX, and wherever else they're looking to. And yeah, land. even in just robotics, hmm. like having that cooperation and learning to go through ideas together and picking the best parts of everyone's ideas, that came in handy when I did another design team in college. That's we what I want to hear about. Tell us about that. Yeah, we, so um, it's SAE International Aero Design. And what's we, the SAE stand for? Uh, Society of Automotive Engineers. Okay. And so it's their aerospace like division that builds mm. these model planes. And so it's similar to first where the competition changes. Um, and it's every three years the competition will change. Wow. And it's this last year, it was to take make a short takeoff um, aircraft which means you only have a limited amount of time. How short was it? Or was yeah, it a hundred clock or the It was a hundred feet, feet distance for you to start your plane and then take off, which is a really hard task. And we had to carry a soccer ball, which is a really big Whoa. payload. Um, what, do they have engine constraints? Like, Yes, you can only use the specific 1000 watt battery and like specific types of electronics and things to keep everyone safe, but also keep everyone kind of on the same play field. Um, and they have different divisions. We were in the regular class, but they have uh, others that are more advanced that involve more computer science and things like that. But um, yeah, I brought everything I learned um, in robotics to that team, all of the documentation, because you have to document everything that you do. Um, right, Sammy? Yep. <laughs> and document your work. I got the photos too. Sorry, we're interrupting. Yeah. What are these photos we're going to see? What? Uh, this is from the UIL championship. Wait. Oh, okay. I thought you had like some kind of a notebook to show us. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm going to prove it that Lauren documents her stuff. Keep going. Sorry. Oh, um, yeah. And so all of the cooperation and all of the, even learning when I learned to use a drill here, I got to use drills and even more things. Um, so many that. tools. And so, yeah, I, it just was so so valuable for me to already have some of those skills and honestly it was the robotics that got me onto that team they interviewed me and asked me why do you think you know you would be good on this team and i said well i have some experience already and nice mm -hmm. nice that's what mr carver would say <laughs> nice and then you had a pretty cool showing this year somewhere on the other part of the country. Yeah, we got to go to Florida the last two years um, and we got first place in the competition and we were very grateful and very excited and we got to see our planes fly the last two years and be the champions. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. See, so we're cranking out the winners here, people. Yeah. And not, not just, it's not just about winning, it's about leading. And I hope you've already heard that this is two pretty amazing communicators, right? Like these people learn how to communicate when they come through, not just our program, but that's part of what you have to learn how to do. If you have the greatest idea, but you can't tell people about it, like you got to take what's in your head, make it come out of your mouth and land in the other person's ears where they're like, oh, I'm actually interested in that. Amazing. And it clearly works because you got yourself on it. We need a team and you're over there about ready to go like argue cases in court one day. You're, I hear you're already working. In a law firm, yes. is that right? Yes, I'm currently working as a file clerk in in current in a law firm right now. But you went there on purpose. <laughs> yes, clearly it was an accident, right? Because you're like, I think I want to go in the law field, so I'm going to work in a law firm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, mm -hmm. right? See, and this is not just for the ladies out there, but for the young women out there, and for moms and dads of young women out there, 
there needs to be more women in STEM and in law and lots of other things. And we're here trying to focus on that. We've had an all girls team here that these two didn't get to participate on, mm-hmm. but we have that now. In fact, there, there's, listen, there's so many ways you can get involved, but if you're hearing this locally and you're a, an aspiring Woodrow student or parent of a Woodrow student, just know we're here very, very on purpose trying to show women, young women like Lauren and Sandy Sam 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 over there, <laughs> that the doors can fly open mm-hmm. if you just come and just open the doors and lift the ceiling and prove to yourself and the people around you that like, hey, honestly, I think the girls have a lot of the guys. The guys sometimes think they know it all, mm-hmm. right? And so they do a great job. Anyway, we've had an amazing uh, history of uh, an increasing group of young women here helping lead uh, all over the, not just all on our campus. I mean, I, I have to give a shout out to one of your successors. Did y'all know Skylar? Skylar no. Linker came behind you, also an IB student no. who did robotics, not just four years, but five years because she was over at Long. For those of you listening who might be a Long person, Long Middle School, right next door here, coming over here one day. She came over, started, she did robotics with her, came, started IB over here, joined the team, kept coming, she became the captain, she ran our website. She also started what's called a SWE Next Club. Do you mm-hmm. all know what that is? Mm-hmm. Society of Women Engineers Next, sort of like the professional version. I mean, it's the high school version of this pro- the professional uh, society out there that has thousands of women all over the planet who are part of the Society of Women Engineers. Now, Skylar, are you part of that? I'm part of that. See, now. proof positive. But Skylar and another young lady, Grace Winkleman, they, Grace graduated two years ago. Skylar graduated this year and the two of them came and said hey can we start a sweet next club and we were like duh <laughs> and they owned it they brought in speakers they did activities they recruited more girls to robotics and then the stem and because of the relationship that skylar and grace built with their mentor who's one of the officers of society for many years they when we opened this brand new building here that we're just now starting year three of course we we really weren't here last year let's be honest okay we were sort of here but we hosted a a conference for young women called design your world for young women from fourth to 10th grade. We had 106 girls, I think, and a bunch of their parents came and listen to this. We had more volunteers from SWE than we had kids in, in the day, day long camp. And that all started because of two young women here who were, who had some ambition to do some outreach. And because of that, like there were a whole bunch of adults, and young ladies who were inspired with a whole day of activities that we participate anyway. Mm-hmm. So you guys helped pave the way for that. And you're still doing that right here. Yeah, today. I think when we, I guess, at, right after we won the state championship, there was only four or five girls on the mm. team. And then after that, we got this influx of girls that yes. gave us the capability of making our own all girls. Team, That's right. That's true. Which yeah. is really cool to see. So yeah, today, for those who you know might want some more details, we, we do field teams in the first tech challenge world, which is part of the full K to 12 pathway that first has, you can do first Lego league. For those who are interested, you can go out there, go to firstaspires.org and you can check out for younger kids, kindergarten to eighth grade, you can do first Lego league. And from seventh grade to 12th grade, you can do first tech challenge. We do that here with a multiple teams. We'll be fielding a bunch of rookie teams this year. Um, and we have a couple of stellar um Returners, including a super young women in engineer came in that got started 
cranking right away on building custom parts for our robot. She's amazing, Jade Honor. Shout out to you. And then um, we'll be fielding an FRC team, which was captained, I have to say, by one of the young ladies that came through that wave that came right behind y'all. She, and this is such a fun story. I was telling y'all this earlier, Ruby Rodriguez, who I'm going to have on a, as, at some point as a guest, hopefully with her mom here too. Um, she came through, was in IB, and she decided to switch. Okay, you don't have to do that, but she did decide to switch after she took our pre-AP computer science class from Mr. Tolson and was like, hey, and she came to one of our robotics practices and kind of like your experience was like, wait, what? And she got all in, joined the all-girls team, went to the state championship two times, then became the first, and well, she, at the time, she was the only girl on our FRC team two years ago. And last year, she was the captain, the first female captain of our FRC team. And guess what? She led that team all the way, not just to the state championship, but into the playoffs. And you can't see over here, but we have a banner for our first ever chairman's award, district level chairman's award, which basically first is saying, hey, here's a model program. should pay attention to what they're doing. We spent thousands of hours out building um, into our community and into our students to go do the kind of things that these two young ladies are doing. And so Ruby helped bring home our first ever blue banner. And now she's off on a near full scholarship to study mechanical engineering at Northeastern University in Boston. Come on y'all, right? right? Isn't that nuts? Mm -hmm. So they're coming in spades and we need more. We're looking for the, the next generation, but we have some fun things to share here. I know Sammy's picked out a couple of pictures that we might wanna point to and then we have a another picture we're gonna yes. we might wrap things up with but sammy what are we looking at up here so this is actually from from the houston championships that we yeah we went to the lone star for, regional down there yes, that was the in 2017 star. when y'all were still y'all were seniors that's yes. crazy and what did we get what did we get to do down there we got to visit the Robonauts practice space, which is in the NASA so space Johnson Center. Space Center so people. Down there. <laughs> they were the kind, like they were so generous. They invited us, like, come on down, we'll feed you supper. And we spent the whole Friday night, not just staring in awe. We got to go learn from them. They're yeah. software people, they're hardware people, they're mentors, they're students. They were so incredibly generous. That's part of this world is you get to be around amazingly giving smart, generous, hardworking people who say, yeah, come on, we'll share what we know with you. We learned so much from them that's helped us be more competitive. We get to see them every time we go compete. But we also got to go to the Johnson Space Center, ride around in some cool mobility vehicles. And you're not going to be able to see that very good here. So just yeah. check the show notes. We're going to put a link to the photo album. But we, like Lauren and me and Sammy and everybody who went with us, we got to ride around in this like swerve drive vehicle yes. that was being prototyped for Mars and use of the moon and yeah, stuff like that. Essentially, the wheels could go any direction while still facing forward, which is so cool. It's nuts. <laughs> and didn't it ex inspire the next team after us to then use those types of wheels? Oh, yeah. The, there's generations now of FRC teams, and we're building a a showbot with swerve drive and mm -hmm. we're that's we're on that right here yeah that's like that's a picture of cat i think it's a picture there's a couple of videos you might find one that moves but folks if you want to see this for yourself just check the link in the show notes and you can go roam around in our photo album here that was captured while we were in houston mm -hmm. hanging out with our friends and i remember this and i've told this story i don't know how many dozens of times but lauren was there already knew she was aspiring possibly one day to like maybe want to work at nasa and so I was like, hey, uh, Justin, he was one of the lead mentors. I'm like, hey, Justin, look, you should meet Lauren here. Lauren, why don't you tell him what you're thinking about? And she was like, wait, what? For real? Do you remember? Do you remember that? I moment? do. My first experience in networking. <laughs> That's right. 
And what it, yeah, I just remember, if you don't mind, I'll say, she was standing there and said, you know what, I want to work for NASA one day, maybe. And so Justin was so cool. He's like, okay, well, when you're a freshman, you should do this. And then the summer, you should do this. And then as a sophomore, and he's made it sound like, well, one day you just go work at NASA and maybe yeah. that'll happen one day. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's so exciting to know that that's the kind of things that's possible when you step in, not just here, but folks, wherever you're listening to this, if it's not, if you're not, you know, Woodrow bound here in the Dallas ISD in Dallas, Texas. Maybe you're listening to this in Hong Kong, or maybe you're listening to it somewhere else in the United States or somewhere else on the planet. Go find a place. If you have STEM interested, STEM curious kids to, and even if they're not like, go help them unlock their creativity. The world needs more creators, not more consumers. We're convinced of that. And we need more leaders to go take their creativity and bring solutions to the world because the world has not thought of all the best ideas yet. Would y'all agree with that? Yeah, And we haven't solved all the biggest problems yet either, Mm -hmm. right? So that's part of the mission we're on here. I hope that resonates with some folks out there. We do. We have a cool picture here we want to share that was back to that moment when we were all, if you you can't see it, we're just going to shut it right there in front of it. That was the UIL station. Yeah, tell us what that is, Sammy. You hold it up, Lauren. What what is this picture? This was the first ever UIL robotics state state championships first division and we got invited and we went and then we we co-won with our teammates amazing wasn't it and look at that this is so cool because it represents so much like there's literally one of the founder students of this program joey hines folks our founding father joey hines everyone he went to utd studied computer science then he went to university of auburn i think he's still pursuing his master's last i heard he's writing code for a satellite company up in Denver. And Montana's in there too. There's Montana who went to the University of Montana. Montana. Shocking. <laughs> right? And then uh, where's Harrison? Harrison's in there. Archer's I, in there. Like, I don't think Harrison. Harrison. No, I think Harrison. I why is he not in there? But oh, well, we have so many people. And then Lauren's there. And of course, Sammy's there. Yep. They're, 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 they're still hanging out together. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Mr. Tolson that I teach with. And there's Steve Klein, heroic. The one and only Stephen Q. Klein's folks. He's our founding mentor from Texas Instruments who has since sent us a number of folks like Paul Miller and a group of friends that he invited over here um, to to continue investing in young women and men like this. So we're grateful to all of our our sponsors, certainly most of all Texas Instruments. And you can see back here, we've had all sorts of other kind of sponsors that um, help us do what we do here. Um, and we're always looking for sponsors. We're always looking for mentors who want to come plug in on a regular basis and hang out with us in these cool engineering spaces and labs and build robots and most importantly, develop future leaders and humans like this. So ladies, I'm going to give you all a chance to kind of land the plane here because we, yeah, I mean, that's (laughs) what a perfect analogy. I didn't even mean that on purpose, but it works. So if there was anything that you'd like to lead with um, somebody who's listening, who might be aspiring to come to Woodrow or, might be a young woman who's a student thinking, I don't know what I want to do in the future, or maybe somebody who's already here or a parent, and it doesn't have to be just about Woodrow, but anybody who's listening out there, what, what would you want to share that might inspire someone to take a path down the road like you've been, like you've been on? I would just leave it with that. Um, it, you don't have to already know 
everything. You know, a lot of people get scared from engineering because they don't think that they know enough to do it. Like the only thing I had ever done was like play with Legos as a kid, but they like, especially here, um, they teach you everything you need to know and you can always be learning. And they always say like, you learn something new every day. Well, that's definitely true in engineering. And so you can really start from anywhere and you can grow and become this, you know, great engineer, even, you know, great lawyer or whatever you want to do. Future lawyer. <laughs> future lawyer. That's right. Great future lawyer. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just gives you a pathway to really unlock your creative side and use those problem solving that you will do in any field. That's and right. so you can just start from anywhere. Such great advice. I've, I've heard you say that before in front of other cameras and it's such a great message. It needs to be yes. repeated. And Sammy, same thing to you. Like, give us a, give us a parting word that might inspire somebody out there. Because, because like Lauren, I had no experience with any power tools whatsoever. And <laughs> power tools, people. Do it for the power tools. <laughs> They're fun once they you learn how to use them. Yeah. That's true. Once you learn how to use them because safely. Safely. Right. Yeah, that's right. And just coming here, like, even if you're not sure about which field you want to go into, the liberal arts or to the science and math or just something the arts else. or yeah. something even else. Robotics has all these different um, categories or like sections that you can be part of. Well, you were on our media team. Yes. And our safety captain. Yes. Like, and what was that like being on the media team? What did you get to do? It was a lot of fun because seeing all these pictures reminds you of just. Who was taking a lot of those pictures? It <laughs> was me. you, Sammy. That's me. They don't happen all by accident, right? No, because. I was also like not just in. I remember one one year I was helping out the um, drive team while also being the, the, the um, photographer. So I was like going back and forth mm -hmm. and trying mm -hmm. to make sure that everybody was was being safe. And I was helping out our scouting team at one point, like go from here to here, helping them out. So lots of wearing lots of different hats, and yes. certainly you enjoyed all of those things. I did. And the thing that I also enjoyed the most about robots is that everyone's welcomed here. Like mm -hmm. we treat each other like family because one, because once you're in these mentors, teachers, and people will, will care for you and treat you as, as like an, as like an equal and they will challenge you and push you to your best. And that, and that was always something that I admire about, about everyone and having all these fun conversations with them and I, I miss it. Yeah, we miss you too, but we're so glad that you would want to come back. Yes. And here you are back again. And just to put a tie a bow around that, that's for sure. Anybody who comes here, we're going to be with you all the way, not mm -hmm. just taking classes. And we want to see you graduate, but we want to see you out in the world doing the kind of things these two ladies are doing, like pursuing degrees, becoming um, better at who they're supposed to be and unlocking all the potential and discovering more about their gifts and how they can go serve the world with those. So we appreciate all of you have been tuning in. Uh, we will invite you to like, you can go listen to any of the episodes out there. We're going to be bringing more amazing humans like this onto the amazing things podcast. And so share this widely. I just, I want to thank my two guests here and also my friend Lance over here is off camera, who's uh, been such a great friend to this program and is continuing to do that. So thanks for everyone. I, I like to say this at the end of every podcast, like go keep doing amazing things and we'll see you next time on the next episode. Goodbye.